Welcome to That's the Word, wholesome tales for the whole family. I'm Father James Yamauchi. Today's story, A Mother's Love. A mother and her son have a very special relationship. She cannot bear to have her child come to harm. Thus, she can tell him things that others cannot, and she will suffer things for him that others will not. While he may not always listen, he will still respect and love her. So it was with Tina and Count Louis. He loved her and heeded her counsels and advice. In all fairness, he did not always listen to her, but she never let that stop her from advising him and using her maternal privileges to rebuke him and steer him right. Once, while they were together with the company of his soldiers, Tina lifted her eyes up to heaven and exclaimed, O Lord, how beautiful you are! The soldiers thought her praise was directed at the Count, but he knew better. I know who it is that she is praising, he said. I am not he. She praises her heavenly Lord, who is the creator of all beauty and the most beautiful of all. Tina turned to the Count and said, You have spoken truly. Why, therefore, do you not love him? Tina was under no illusions. She knew that the Count was not a holy man. Even though he said that he wished to follow the advice of his mother and enter through the narrow gate, he fell more often than not. She figured that the Count was bound to end up in trouble sooner or later. She was right. He suffered greatly for the wrongs he had committed. Tina knew that his sentence was just. Even so, like any mother, she could not bear the thought of her child's suffering. Any mother would rather take on pain herself rather than have her child go through any. Thus, when the Count begged for her help, Tina did not shy away from him. She herself, through a quirk in the law, was allowed to serve half of the Count's sentence on his behalf. For a long time she suffered for wrongs which he had committed, enduring intense smoke or freezing cold. Tina held fast through these torments, though, out of love. Suffering together, the Count was released from his sentence far sooner than his offenses demanded. 
A mother will endure much suffering for her child. And Tina suffered much for her spiritual child, Louis, Count of Lou. However, this was the life she had chosen. When she died at the age of 21, Tina was shown hell and purgatory. To her horror, she recognized many people she knew suffering torments. When she arrived in heaven, she was offered a choice. Remain in heaven for all eternity or return to earth and suffer more for the poor souls in purgatory she had seen. Without hesitation, she chose to suffer for the poor souls and return to life. For the rest of her earthly life, she behaved in strange ways, appearing mad to most, and performed extraordinary penances, offering everything for the sake of the poor souls, including taking on half of the sentence of her spiritual son, the Count, when he was in purgatory. A holy woman named St. Christina the Astonishing. And for this week, that's the word. We did another story on Christina the Astonishing. That truly is an astonishment. If we had sat down and said, when are we going to talk about St. Christina the Astonishing? Maybe one episode, but certainly not two. And uh, she is certainly somebody to look up if you've never heard of St. Christina the Astonishing outside of this podcast. And I would recommend if you can get your hands on The Life of St. Christina the Astonishing by Thomas de Cantempre. That is a better version than most because most things on the internet are more sensationalized and brief and cut out a lot of the good information about her. You know what I hope, because I don't know any of the podcasts is bringing forth St. Christina the Astonishing like we are, that if she was so adamant about praying for souls during her lifetime that, that she's praying for you and me because we can definitely use their prayers. Absolutely. So where is this count from? So this place, Lou, which is spelled Luz, L-O-O-Z, that's the French way of saying the town's name. Its name is Borgloon. It's in the middle of Belgium. So I'm guessing this is from a time when the French were in control of Belgium. One of the things I do appreciate about St. Christina the Astonishing is highlighting the need to pray for the souls in purgatory. I know as a priest, there are times where for a variety of reasons, the family chooses not to have a funeral mass for a loved one who has passed. And I try personally, whenever I have a private mass, so not one of the public masses, such as a private mass would be on my day off or when I'm on vacation or when there's no particular mass intention, I always try to remember somebody who has died at the parish where for whatever reason there wasn't a funeral mass and offer a mass up for them. I think that's just just and right to be able to do. And it's also a very laudable thing, especially during the month of November, to have a mass offered for the souls of the faithful departed and 
to pray for those souls in purgatory. That is a very laudable practice. I don't think I've ever actually done that. So I need to make sure to do that. Now that we're talking about the story, make that a regular practice of giving to the parish and offering so that a priest may offer a mass for the poor souls in purgatory. And uh, it follows one of the spiritual works of mercy, right? To pray for the living and the dead. If you enjoy That's the Word, please share the word. You can see the story extras for this story, A Mother's Love, at thunderrock.org, or you can see a picture of St. Christina the Astonishing and her biography that we will link to. Thunderrock.org is also where you can sign up for our weekly newsletter and where you can find our social links and our email if you have any feedback or story ideas. Thanks for listening and join us next Wednesday for another wholesome and astonishing tale for the whole family.